Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to, I'm excited to say this, Next Gen Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm so excited. Today is the launch of our very new show series called the Next Gen Series of Future Leaders, and I'm more than excited and more than delighted to introduce our very first, so get excited, everybody, our very first new host of the Next Gen Series of Future Leaders, and she is an amazing young lady. She has stood on stage with us at our Sue Talks event, and I just cannot wait for you to hear a little bit about her show series, what she's all about. This is her first semester in college at UC Berkeley, which is super exciting. So I'm going to have us introduce our very first new host to the Next Gen Series of Future Leaders, Noor Al-Ramadan. Noor, say hello to all of our listeners and your future listeners. (laughs) Hi. Hi, everyone. Are you excited to be our very newest host to the Next Gen Series of Future Leaders? Because it's fun to be first, isn't it? Yes, I am really excited for this opportunity and just to share a little bit about college through the podcast. I think it's going to be an amazing series. And I do, I want all of our listeners and our future listeners who listen to this as a podcast, tell us just, I mean, this is your first semester at UC Berkeley, but give us a bit of a rundown about you because I know our listeners will want to know more about you. So what 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 can you tell everyone because you've got quite um the pedigree behind you already even though this is your first semester at UC Berkeley which is which is an accomplishment itself. But tell us a little bit about you. Thank you. Um so my name is Noor. I am a Sue Riser through Sue Rising and I'm from San Diego. Um I found out about Sue Rising through Girl Scouts. I'm a longtime Girl Scout. And I have a passion for leadership, public speaking, and um, bringing my community together. Um, So I really uh, enjoyed my opportunity with being in Sioux Rising and doing my Sioux Talk about my multiculturalism. And I'm now attending UC Berkeley. I'm a first-year student helping to major in media studies slash communications on the pre-law track. Um, And hopefully a minor in education just because I really like working with people and I'm also a first-generation student, which is something that's been really impactful in my college journey so far. Um, but, yeah, and I'm here to share more about other students' college experiences through the podcast. I love it. And, you know, back up for me for a minute because, I, you know, I, hear, I don't have, you know, young children that are going to college. And I'm really curious, what was it like? I mean, think back to when you were applying to all the colleges and the universities you wanted to, or did you just apply to one? Tell us what that applying for colleges was like. And then to me, like what, either one, how did you pick UC Berkeley or was that the one you wanted and how excited were you to get accepted at UC Berkeley? What was that like? Because I know it's very stressful. Yeah, so when I was applying to colleges, normally there's like a lot of factors that go into college applications, like your grades, your essays, your test scores, and like extracurriculars and stuff. 
But when I applied, it was like during the pandemic, like towards the end of the pandemic. And so test scores weren't really a thing. So I ended up not needing to do test scores, which was really nice because those were really stressful. Um, so I just yeah. worked solely on like my essays and my grades and my extracurriculars. Um, and so I didn't really have like a set target of which school I wanted to go to. I just knew I kind of wanted to go to a school in California um, and probably stay close to home, like in SoCal. Um, so I applied to like UCs, privates, and CSUs um, throughout my senior year. And like as a first generation student, I like found a lot of programs and ways to like help myself, like get familiar with the process, especially like with financial aid and like getting letters of recommendation and stuff like that. Um, so like it was a really long process, I will say. Like I think I started June this summer after my junior year, and I finished until like January of my senior year because like private schools, like you have way more time to do those. Um, so like right. it was a long process. And then in March, that's when the decisions started coming out. And like from those decisions, I started narrowing down my options. And I didn't think UC Berkeley was like one of my top school. Like I, it wasn't in my top choice because I just I applied just because, um, but when I got in, I got invited to come visit the school through a mixed program because I mixed identity, um, and so they like flew me out with this program, and I was able to meet other students who came from a similar ethnic background as myself, and then I started like finding community up here, and I never thought I would live in the Bay, and I was kind of scared at first to leave San Diego, but then like <laughs> the bet. more I like adjusted to Berkeley, I realized there's so many like opportunities here. Everything is so fun and new and the student life is so active here and I just wanted to be a part of it. So I think like coming to visit Berkeley through this program really like showed me like this is where I want to be for the next four years and I really enjoyed it. Um, this summer I did a summer program here for six weeks where I took classes and I got to live in the dorms and that was a really nice. fun experience. Like I left San Diego a little early but I feel like it helped me a lot now I'm in the fall and like I'm very accustomed to the campus. I have, like, my friends with me. Like, I kind of know what I'm doing and my way around the school. And so, like, I've really enjoyed my time at Berkeley so far. I'm really thankful for it. And tell me a question, Nor. How did you get to go um, to head to school and stay in the dorms before the semester started? Was that something that was like a, a project, a plan, um, kind of a package that you did, or they invited you up? How did that work? Because that sounds like one of the most bestest <laughs> ways to – start school is just to get acclimated before the semester actually starts. How did that happen? Was it yeah. a, how did you get in to so, do to do that? Something like I really enjoy about Berkeley is that there's like so many programs right here. And so like there was a lot of like summer opportunities that you could participate in. And the one that I did was called Summer Bridge. And so like in the name it kind of bridges you from high school to college during the summer. And so I thought that would be nice for me because, like, I'm not from the Bay. And so I was like, well, I could, like, get used to the weather, um, the people, the culture yeah. here. And, like, also the coursework because, you know, Berkeley's very well known for their academics. And I was kind of intimidated by that at first. So I was like, if I can start working on my school in the summer and, like, find my rhythm of my schoolwork, I feel like that would help me way more. And they really recommended it to me just as a first-generation student because, they, like, showed me a statistic, like, when first-generation students participate in it, they feel like they're better accustomed to the campus because we don't have, like, familial people to, like, help us personally in this transition. And so, like, Summer Bridge, we had, like, a seminar that we had to attend every week, and they would, like, give us college advice, like, oh, like, this is how to avoid procrastination and how to 
professors and stuff like that. And so, like, just those little lessons that I learned in the six weeks, I think it really did help me for the next four years because I just have, like, something under my belt and, like, some sort of understanding. But it was really I think fun. that's super cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd never heard of that before. I mean, I think that's phenomenal. I'm sure it's done all yeah. the time, but, you know, what a thing. I know we've got to take a sponsor or a commercial break here in just a couple of minutes, but talk just, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, to our listeners and just share, you know, I guess, you know, just very authentically, I mean, how important and what what kind of, like, big deal to be a first-generation college student? Like, how important has that been to you and your family? I mean, this is a big deal, right? I think it's super awesome. And, yeah. you know, share with our listeners what that means to you to be that first-generation college student. It means a lot. Like, I remember I went to preschool, and I loved school since preschool. And my mom, like, would always encourage me to work hard in school for this idea of college, but the older I got, the more I realized there was a gap in from high school to me going to college. Like I didn't know how to get there. And so becoming to terms like with my first generation identity and like what that means, it means like I had to be more resourceful in what I'm doing. And like there is a whole community of first generation students in every college. And I'm really thankful that there's a large one at Berkeley and Berkeley's very open about that because we're the first ones to apply for, like, high jobs, like, in the market and stuff like that, and, like, going to high-level interviews and just, like, different opportunities that our parents probably didn't have, like, especially, like, my parents didn't go to four-year university in America. It's very, like, different, um, like, internationally in America. And both my roommates are also first-generation students, and we always, like, talk about, like, helping each other out. And I really find myself really lucky with my roommates because, like, we're always able to help each other out and stuff like that. And so just like first generation, this is such a strong like label, but it's also like an identity and it shows a lot of character and resilience for every student who identifies as that. I think it does. And I think you're, you know, you're, you're blazing the trail for others. And then what I love is one of the things you said as kind of a mentor and advisor to you, but I just, I think it's so super smart that you're interacting with other first kind of like college students that are first generationers. And at the same time, it's like giving back. I mean, that's amazing. That's what it's all about. That's what I hope this radio show will be about is supporting the next generation, you know, of future leaders as our next gen. So I'm going to take a quick break here. Just stay with me, Noor. And I'm going to say thank you to one of our sponsors and Connected Women of Influence. Uh, Women Lead Radio, which is Next Gen Radio, is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence, Sue Rising, and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our amazing sponsors and partners. We couldn't do what we do without you. So I'm heading back to Noor for our launch of our very first Next Gen series of Future Leaders new series radio show with Noor Al-Ramadan, who is our very first Next Gen radio host. And Noor, I want to kind of come in and talk to you about what your show is going to be about for your show series. And I want you to share 
what is the title? Um, here's the big reveal, the big reveal of your first show series um, as a Next Gen Radio host. Tell us a little bit about the show, what's the title, and um, just a little bit about what you're excited about with it. Thank you. So my show is called Sharing College Experiences. And to the point, I'm just talking to other college students and um, their diverse experiences in attending college. And I wanted to start with, like, the different stages, so, like, starting from admissions to, like, the last day of class and final exams because, like, there's so many stages in college. And, like, just from my six weeks in summer, like, I realized there's so many different stages. And um, something I really wanted to encapsulate in my show was, like, beyond UC Berkeley, like, what's it like attending a private school and, like, liberal arts colleges. So I have a few of my friends that are, like, going to talk about that and their experiences because um, UC Berkeley is, like, a public university, but, like, for listeners who are interested in attending private schools and, like, what private university life is like, I wanted to, like, have that. And so basically my show, like, there's so many, like, podcasts out there on Spotify, like, about college but I really wanted mine to be, like, geared towards, like, current college students and, like, the diversity and experiences across the nation. I love that. Can I add in a couple things I hope you cover as well? Can I throw in? You know, I have to do that, yes. right? <laughs> I, yes. hope, I hope you also talk about what how students see their future careers. Like, what, one of the things yeah. I know when I was in college is just how much what you think you want to do when you're in college and what you end up doing when you get out of college for your first and you know, future careers is very different, you know, than maybe what your degree was. So I'm just really curious how, you know, some of your guests see the world beyond college. You know, are you thinking that way or is it just, you know, parties and fun and, you know, getting ready for final exams and all that. So I I just think you've got such an amazing, you know, uh, way to be able to capture, you know, how college students think about their lives and their future. That's what I'm super excited about. So tell me, you know, tell our listeners, not just me, but, what are you thinking? Have you already kind of decided on? Like, what kind of guests are you going to bring? And, you know, how are you kind of like cherry picking who you're going to have be your guest on your show? Because, you know, you've got some shows that are upcoming. So who are you thinking of as inviting as guests? So I can introduce um, two of the first guests that I have planned. Um, the first one is my friend named Bella, and she is also a student at UC Berkeley. I met her in the summer program, and we really clicked. Um, we both joined the sorority, and we got into the Greek life of Berkeley, and we also, like, had a lot of similar classes, uh, our same major, and, like, we had a lot of similar pathways and uh, experiences. But something, like, I really wanted to share with Bella is her experience coming from out of state and coming to Berkeley, oh, like, yeah. for school, like, so, like, just that, like, out-of-state experience, because, like, me coming from San Diego to the Bay, it's not, like, really drastic in a sense of coming from, like, where she's from, Louisiana to California. And so I think, like, the guests would really like to hear her experience and, like, what it's like transitioning like that and, like, all for, like, education. And then my second guest that I have planned, her name is Victoria, and she studies at Dartmouth College, Dartmouth University. Um, which is an Ivy League, and we met through a program in San Diego um, where we were both working on our college experiences, and both my guests are first-generation students, and, like, Victoria's one of my closest friends, and so she's just going to be talking about, like, what it's like attending an Ivy League, and she's really into the STEM field, and she's really, like, a leader in that, like, a woman in STEM, and I'm always, like, really inspired by Victoria's leadership in that sense, and so I think the listeners will also like to hear her experience in college so far. 
I think I think you've got really good friends, and I think they sound like amazing guests. So, um, what a what a super cool way to kind of kick off your series. And I know you'll get other ideas just as you go, but um, how exciting is that? You know, I, I'm going to spend I want to spend the rest of our time kind of going a little bit backwards. And first of all, you said you were you know you got you pledged to a sorority. Which sorority did you choose? Did you get a Did you get pledged to? Yes, so I pledged to Delta Sigma, which is a local sorority to Berkeley. Um, before, I didn't really understand what that meant during the rush recruitment process, but basically a local mm-hmm. sorority was like, they're not like across the nation like um, the other sororities, but something like I really enjoyed about this local sorority is that like even the architecture of the house, it was built for this, like the bay and stuff like that, and like each sorority has a philanthropy, um, and so like Delta Sigma's philanthropy is local to the Bay, and I really like how like I'm able to work like it's like civil rights in a way, and like because I'm like kind of interested in civil rights, um, to do civil rights law, like I found that really like impactful, and I really just like the diversity in Delta Sigma, and so like so far I've been having so much fun, and I'm really happy I decided to join a sorority. Like if you told me a couple weeks ago I would be joining a sorority, I would be like no way, but like. I just, I'm just like, I think it's one of the best decisions I've made because it's like that sisterhood. I already feel like supported. Like when I was struggling in my math class, I asked one of the sisters in the house, like if they'd taken the class before and like they immediately like got their materials together and like were trying to help me out. And so like just having that community in college, it's really nice. That's super cool. I didn't know you were you were even going through Rush and all that, so Rush Week and everything. I mean, wow, yeah. that's super cool. Super cool, and I'm sure there's lots. I mean, there's lots that you can even share about, you know, the sorority life as well, right? Because right now you're – no, yeah. you're living in a dorm, right, not in the not in the sorority. That comes maybe in a, a future yeah. year? Yeah. Right now I'm living in a dorm with uh, – in a triple with two roommates. Got it. Okay. And I love living it. In yeah, our, in our, I love my roommates. Can't even imagine. I want to ask you what it was like to rush. Like, what, what what were the parties like? Was it just, you know, dress up every day? Did they have themes? It's like, what was rush week like? Because I know that's crazy, you know, when you go. I went through it, and it's like I, I chose not to go through it, and I was an alum, and I was like, I, I'm not going to do it. But, I'm you know, I just know people that do. It's like it's such a wonderful community, and um, and it has a reputation mm-hmm. as well. So what was rush week like for you? What was that like? It was really scary, I'm not going to lie, because I would ask, like, my mom for advice, and, like, she wouldn't really know, like, like, I didn't know what to wear, like, I didn't know what the expectations were, because, like, uh, Greek life in Berkeley is not, like, it's very different, like, um, my perception of it was from TikTok, and, like, in the South, and how <laughs> intense it is over there, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that, and stuff like that, but, like, right. I was like, I don't want, I want to make the most out of college, and I don't want to have any regrets, so I was like, let me just go for it, like, Sometimes, like, the best experiences are when you're a little bit scared. And so I was like, let me just go for it. And if I don't like it, I can drop it. Um, but I'm really happy I did it. So, like, the first day, it's, like, an orientation. And they just, like, teach you everything. And, like, Greek life, the the house, even, like, learning the house's names, like, that was a whole process because they all sound so similar to each other. Um, so it was, like, right. kind of funny, like, learning the houses and, like, the culture of each house. And then dressing up was probably one of my favorite parts of it, like, after class, I would go to my dorm, and me and my friends, we would get ready, and we would wear, like, every day, like, it gets more and more fancy, so, like, we'd start off with, like, a cute top and jeans, and then we wear skirts, and then we wear, like, really nice dresses into, like, the last day, and it's, like, the most fun, and I really enjoyed it, and, like, it's very, like, intense, I would say, like, a lot of people get really tired from it, like, I definitely got tired from it. 
because you're meeting at Berkeley, there's 13 sororities. So like you're meeting those 13 sororities, you're talking to them, you're walking up and down like the houses in the street. Um, but I really enjoyed it because I've already like been able to like the houses that I didn't, like the house I didn't join, like I still have friends in them, if that makes sense. So like That's I'm great. able to like find my people on campus and it makes the campus feel a little smaller because the campus is huge. And so just having like people to know like as I'm walking to class, it's really comforting. That's super cool. I just, I, I can't wait to, I would love to unpack more of that because, you know, I know it's so overwhelming when you're meeting all these people. And like you said, you had such mm-hmm. perfect words for our listeners. I want to make sure they dial in. And you said it just brought it to more of a manageable group of people because it is so vast and so big. And I think that's what's so overwhelming. Thinking back for my first college semester and it was like, you know, trying to find buildings and walk around campus and you don't know anybody and, you know, being able to, one, be in a dorm, meet friends like you did ahead of time and then also kind of dumb it down, not dumb it down, but make it smaller and bite size is super cool. Super cool. All right. So let's give some, I want to end our show because we got a few minutes left to make sure you give some tips and suggestions to future generation, you know, young people, if I can say that, to the next gen coming in. Like what, you know, if you had to do it over again, Noor, like what would you change or what was the thing that was, I guess scary is the only word I can think of, but what was like most concerning to you, you know, when when you first got up to Berkeley and what would you give advice to with other future college goers, you know, what makes it not so scary? Because I'm sure it was, you know, you had stuff going through your head and rumbly tumblies in your mm-hmm. stomach. So what could you give advice to, to future, future college students that makes it not so scary for them this first semester? I would say just from my experience so far is to genuinely not be afraid to ask for help. Um, like in high school, I used to struggle like asking for help because like being the oldest and like always like I always wanted to help myself like I never wanted to ask for help or anything and I didn't want to be a bother when I started talking to like older students and even my friends like asking for help and just talking to people like you realize you're not alone like um, people like sometimes feel like alone sometimes people feel stressed out there's like imposter syndrome and just know like you're not alone and that there's people here to help you like we're all here for the same reason we all like deserve to be here like even when it gets hard, like, to keep pushing through, like, it's all worth it. It's going to be, like, part of the experience. Like, I would say just always talk to people, and, like, um, especially, like, older students who just went through the same phase as you, like, sophomores and juniors. Like, they understand where you're coming from, and, like, no one's alone in this. Like, everyone understands, like, college can be a lot sometimes. But in the end, it's really fun, and you're able to, like, get an education, which is so, like, valuable and such a privilege, honestly. I really love it. I think that's, I love it. I love what you're saying. I mean, it is, it's very scary. And, you know, and I think too, if you can find people that have been there and done that, like I know, you know, we're talking to some of our, our risers, which we call our Sue Risers Risers. You are one, Nor, along with being our first radio show host as well for Next Gen Radio. It's, it's like having a, a small community of just people that understand where you're at is so important, right? Kind of find your mm-hmm. find your micro tribe, your place where you belong, and I think you're finding it. I mean, you're you've already flourished and grown from when we talked when you were in high school. I think that's super cool. Um, talk a little bit about the major that you picked, and I just I want you to share with our listeners like why did you pick the major you did as you see it now, and then what are you hoping to do with your major? 
you know, as you as you get out of college. I know those are big thoughts, but you've got to have some idea. What was your first major again? And then, you know, what? how do you see what you want to do with your major in the future? Future you. <laughs> My major at Berkeley is called Media Studies, which is, like, similar to communication. So, like, when I was applying to colleges, um, I knew I wanted to be, like, a communications major just because I liked how – open and diverse it was for the like for my career and so like I knew I either wanted to work like in educational leadership like nonprofit leadership or civil law um and then as like my senior year was ending I was like working on a lot of final projects for school and one of them was for my history class called HODA um IB HODA which is history of the Americas and I did a one-month project on Berkeley was like in my project a lot because that was like a birthplace for like the free speech movement and such and I really found like that's like my way I want to like impact and have like an impact in my career through civil law um and so media studies is still like my major because like talking to like older pre-law students they're like just do a major that you're passionate about and then like like law school like will always be there but like you should always do something like you're passionate about and I know like I looked at the courses I need to take for media studies and I'm already taking one of them right now and I love the major it's so like it's like an interaction of culture society and like media obviously and like I took mm-hmm. a public speaking class this summer and it was really enjoyable and I feel like everything that I'm learning is going for my career and that's just like such an indescribable feeling because like it feels like it's so fun to like study like what you like are passionate about. And so like something about Berkeley media studies is that there's like concentration and I'm hoping to do like the media law concentration just to like follow that pre-law pathway. Um, But also like the education minor program is really strong here. And so I was thinking of like embarking on that just to like see my options for my career. But yeah, it's only my third week here and I'm like, there's so much to explore and I'm really excited. (laughs) And shame and shame on me for saying, what do you want to do with your future? Like, that's the biggest question in the world. But you answered it so lovely. Like, seriously, you. I mean, I've, I've been impressed with you since I met you. And I know, you know, I have to say very pridefully, it's like, you know, communication. And I went through the seven-year plan in college. But I have to say, it's like when I landed and somebody said to me, I could get a major and I can speak, I can talk, and I can write. And that's my major? I mean, that is across the board with any career you do. It's a big deal. So I think whether you get into communications, crisis communications is an area, you know what I mean, under media studies and all of that. So you've got, you've you've just got a lot of potential ahead of you. So I get excited when you said you landed in communications because that's been very, very um, (laughs) critical to me and my success as well. So you've got the same person here just sitting here going, yay, great major. Um, (laughs) And I love how you see the world. We've only got a minute left and I'm going to ask you, like, what do you want to share with our listeners that maybe I haven't asked you or, you know, any other wise advice you want to give to the young first semester college students heading to college, you know, for their first year, and especially if they're a first generation college student, any wise advice you want to wrap up with? Yeah, I would say just always stay open-minded. You never know what's going to come for you. I never really imagined myself at Berkeley, but now I can't imagine myself not at Berkeley. And so, just be open to any opportunity and any experience. And yeah. That's that's cool. It's called drop the mic. We go 
bam, boom, or whatever they say. Um, I want our listeners to know when are your when's your first show upcoming? Because I know you've got it's Bella, right? She's going to be your first guest. What's the date of your very first show? So people can be mindful and make a note of that for your first Next Gen Radio mm-hmm. show. When's that? So I'm really excited. My first show is October 15th. It's a Saturday morning. Um, I'm very excited. It's going to be my first time hosting. So I'm really excited for that. You're going to be great because you're, me- you're in media studies, right, with Bella, and she's going <laughs> to know that you're going to lead her along. So I hope our listeners will mm-hmm. make a note of that. And uh, just in case any of our listeners want to get a hold of you, how do you want to be connected to? You know, I know you're in college and all that, you know, no website. Mm-hmm. We ask our adult leaders for that, but how would you like people to connect with you if they want to follow you or find you? Yeah, I do have a LinkedIn. Um, it's I'm thanks to Rising for helping me develop my LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, you can connect with me through LinkedIn. My first name Nor and my last name Al Ramadan. Perfect. You know what? We're going to have a link to your LinkedIn <clears throat> profile on our on our show page, so they'll be able to find you there. That's awesome, um, my dear. <laughs> it is time is up. I want to say thank you to you for the only time this will happen. I think. Well, no, I think it'll happen more for being my guest right today on the very first <laughs> Next Gen series of Future Leaders. You are going to be our first radio show host with your uh, show series called Sharing College Experiences. And I want to give a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. Um, After our show today, you can listen to Next Gen Radio under the brand of Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, but specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Quickly, we're expanding to a daily live radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live radio show Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, and now... Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So it's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today to launch our new radio show series called the Next Gen Series of Future Leaders. I want to say thank you for listening to all of our college students out there. Have a wonderful new semester for college. Um, It is game day today, Nora, so you're going to have to pay attention to UC Berkeley and the Bears. Uh, And I just want to say have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you on the next show. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.